All right, good morning, guys. Welcome back to the Entrep Show. As promised, I, from the one, the show episode yesterday, was a bit delayed, but I promised that I was going to continue making shows for at least the next couple of days, try to get in at least three or four before, um, yeah, maybe giving it a little break again, not too sure. While things are still kicking up and we're still trying to build this channel or podcast, I don't know what you'd call it, up, um, yeah, hopefully I can keep as consistent as I possibly can and have enough to talk about. I don't want to run out of things to talk about, even though I... There's a whole bunch of different things I can go over, but like I said, I want to make sure that I'm covering what's going to be the most valuable to everybody that's listening, because we're all going to be at different levels, we're all going to have different interests, we're all going to have different businesses or want to start different businesses. So I don't want to go rambling on about, say, e-commerce when you are a personal trainer or a service consultant of some sort or or whatever, anything like that where you're trying to gain leads and I'm talking about making sales, even though you can take some things away from it for sure, I want to try and find out who the audience is the most, like what you all do the most, and then um, from there, I'll be able to pick apart what I know and what value I can provide for you. So today, let me just get a drink. Just made my morning coffee, just got out of bed, it's about... Time now. I'll just have a quick, quick little drink. It is currently eight, ten to nine uh, here in Melbourne, and it's going to be, I think, about thirty-five to forty degrees today. So it's going to be another hot one, jam-packed in my cooking boiling hot office. So on today's episode, I want to go over what sort, if you're just a beginner, okay, so if you're just sort of getting into this game, into the entrepreneur stuff, and um, not sure which angle to go down, what to get into, what's going to be the best return on like your money or investment, there's a few things you need to think about. One, I would say the biggest is what we tend to think is when we get, I want to be an entrepreneur, I want to start my own business. We tend to run into the game straight out of the gate with the intent that I'm going to make what I think people want. And that right there is you setting yourself up to fail. Now, yes, sometimes it does work. Of course it does work. Like for instance, my first business, my first e-com, uh, entrepreneur journey venture was a brand called Check Six. Um, we, sold, we started with clothes. I then started selling sunglasses, we added watches, we added a whole bunch of other stuff, and um, now we're just currently selling sunglasses because they're the easiest, the cheapest to make, um, good uh, profit margins, and they're easy to sell because it's a real impulse buy and people are happy spending anywhere from like $30 to $50 for a pair of sunglasses just on repeat all day. So basically what I did when I first came into it was I thought exactly that. Now what am I good at if you've been following up until now, you've listened to the other episodes, I was sort of in the intention like, all right, what am I good at? What passion do I have? I don't have any skills like university skills or college, if you're from America, we don't have college here. I don't have any university skills. I don't have a trade certificate. I don't have any ideas. I didn't have the thought like find a problem or find something that people are struggling with and create the solution. I didn't have that mentality. I was just like, I want to be cool. I want people to think I'm cool. I want to look cool. So I'm going to make a clothing brand. 
and people are going to wear it and then I'm going to see people wearing it and then that's going to feed my own ego. So that was basically without the ego part. Now looking back, I can say, yes, it was ego. But uh, back at the time, it wasn't, e- I didn't think it was ego. But what I did was I got into it. I committed myself. I worked so fucking hard. Like I put myself through torture. I lost a big relationship. Like I've explained, someone that I like really, really loved. Um, I started pushing things aside because I was so head into this game. Now looking back, I'm like, I know why. I know exactly why. It's because I was trying to sell and convince people of something that I wanted them to spend money on. Does that make sense? So yeah, you're going to find like uh, your fans, the sort of people that are going to buy all your stuff and love it and rep it and buy everything. But is that like what's the aim of the game here? The aim of the game is to like make something big, make a living, make a shitload of money, become an authority. Um, how much time and effort would have that taken me? Like, well, a long time. Cause what the, the thing about starting a brand of some sort, like a clothing brand, especially everything else, you're probably going to be, it's going to be a little bit easier. Things are getting extremely saturated with like watches and sunglasses So you're not really going to have an area that you can really differentiate yourself and have your own very unique uh, selling point or proposition. It's going to be a lot more difficult these days because unless you've got like a unique look or a unique offer, so you might offer something else than everybody else. You might offer, you all get two sunglasses for the price, like something like that. Other than that, if you're just selling sunglasses, like about another hundred or a thousand other brands out there, what it comes down to then is your branding. So what influencers are using your brand, like wearing your brand, how much can you get in the front of your audience's eyes across every single uh, like social media and everywhere? Does that make sense? So, Because you've got to look at it like, what's so good about your sunglasses or your clothing? Let's go with clothing because... A lot of my students that come into my zero to 100K program, they all just want to start a clothing brand. So the first, that's the first thing I say to them is like, hold up, just have a think. Let, like I've been there, I've tested it out, I didn't like it, it didn't work as well as you're thinking. Let me, let me, in, let me, let me let you in on some insider sort of guidance and knowledge. Some of them just don't want to listen and um, sort of run with it anyway, which is fine. I'm not like out to shut anyone's dreams down, but I'm there to be like the mentor and the coach and make sure they're getting the best advice, the best tips and being sent in the best direction. We had one student, Melanie, she started a clothing brand and um, she's killing that straight away. So what I'm trying to say is like, don't just run with what I say. If I'm like, hey, it's probably not the best idea. Don't just think, okay, like that's it then. Because it could work, but there's better out there. There's things that are going to work a lot bigger And you're going to make a lot more money because you can provide a lot more value and you can hit an audience that's going to come back and spend more and more and more money with you over time. So the whole thing with the clothing brand is you've got to look at it this way. When Check 6 first started, it's basically like, okay, the word Check 6 is on a t-shirt and a hoodie. Who other than my friends and family is going to want to wear the word Check 6? Nobody. Nobody knows what check six is. Nobody cares what check six is. Nobody wants to walk around with the word check six printed across their t-shirt. Why do we sort of wear fashionable t-shirts? Why do we wear brand names? Because you want everybody that sees to look and be like, oh, he's got that on or she's got that on. 
oh, they're wearing that. They must be like this. They must be cool. It's sort of like representing ourselves, like our image, who we are. It's a, like projection, us, um, an art form almost, like whatever you want to call it. If somebody wears check six when it just come out, nobody's going to know what it is. Someone might be like, what's check six? And then they're like, oh, it's this cool brand from blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, okay. So no one really cares. So like, how do you build that up? You got to brand it. You have to go out and like mass market, get the right people in it. You have to stay around for a bit because the longer you stay around, the more people like, they might see it now. They might see it in a couple months. They might see it in a few years or whatever. And then from that point, they might be like, oh, that's cool. And then they start buying it because you've, just, you've been around for so long. I can't find that word, the longevity, the um, established, have to have been established for a period of time. Other than that, like it's going to, I'm not saying that you can't kill it straight out of the gate. Like if you've made a clothing brand and you've killed it straight away and you've done it right, that's great. I'm just saying there's much easier things out there for people to go after if the aim of your game is to get into entrepreneurship and make money and access that sort of life of freedom and whatever, like laptop lifestyle. If you're sort of in the game of trying to find the best and quickest route to get there, clothing might not be the quickest route there. I'm not saying don't start a clothing brand or a sunglasses brand. I have one. So I'm not saying don't do that. I'm just saying again, as like your mentor or whatever, it is probably um, a bit of a slower industry to get in. So people that are looking to start and that would fall in the e-commerce in the e-commerce industry in the e-commerce um, avenue so what e-commerce is is basically we sell physical products online you can sell them on like amazon ebay if you want um i don't know buy swap and sales or using a platform like shopify i wouldn't recommend using anything else other than shopify i don't know anything about amazon or ebay but um, I know a lot about Shopify, so and like drop shipping, all that that sort of e-commerce stuff. We sell physical products, whether we are the middleman or we private label them. That's the aim of e-commerce. Now, again, the e-commerce game, which is the clothing, there's obviously so many things you can get into. So you think all of us online shop. We buy clothes online, we buy toys online, we buy whatever online. That's all e-commerce. So now thinking back to like ones, clothing ones that do really well are like female boutiques, like Shopo, Pretty Little Thing, um, Tiger Mist, IMG, all those big things like they have a really good market, girls, girls want a new outfit every week. If they can get the right influencers wearing it, like they do extremely well, those boutique um, clothing brands for that reason. Now, there's, one, there's a sort of male one, Culture Kings, and they do really well. But it's going to be hard for you to come up in the scene and like beat, defeat Culture Kings. So if you want to get into the e-commerce game, what I would suggest to start off with, just to get your feet wet and have a fiddle around, understand the process, marketing, Facebook ads, is to start dropshipping. Now, there is a number of different ways you can start dropshipping. There are a lot of cons. There are a lot of pros. Some of the pros are you'll never hold stock. Um, you can start a store today and make money by the end of the day. Um, you can make a lot of money doing it this way. You'll never have to, you can sort of outsource absolutely everything using virtual assistants. Um, they'll do all the, 
the internal work, like the, the orders, fulfilling orders, dealing with customer service, all of that sort of stuff. So it is a very automated business if you can set it up correctly to a degree. Now the cons are really long shipping times, no personal branding touches to it, shit loads of like chargebacks, refunds, people not happy, customer complaints, a lot of risks with like PayPal, you getting shut down. Um, I had one client of mine, their Shopify store got shut down, uh, your Facebook ad account getting shut down. Like there's a lot of cons as well. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying don't do it because I've got mates that like make basically millions of dollars from um, drop shipping. But that would be as a beginner, someone who hasn't done anything whatsoever, hasn't dabbled in anything, doesn't want to go out and chuck a big lump sum down to, um, to cover the cost of like stock and shipping and all of that stuff. Because then you've got stock sitting there, you have to find a warehouse or you have to find space, you have to pick and pack everything yourself. This is the perfect way to just let someone else do everything for you. And like I said, if you follow a proven plan and like a blueprint, you can start today and be making money by the end of today. If you, that's like being extreme. If once you know what you're doing, like someone like me, then you can make that happen. But someone that's brand new, um, it's going to be the quickest way that you can potentially get by the time that you would even have designed your product and had it made the sample, you could have money coming in already. So it's a good way to get started. And then from there, with all the knowledge and everything that you gain from that, move on to start thinking, okay, what sort of e actual private labeled e-commerce product can I make next? So when you think, start thinking of that, let's say now we've skipped ahead, you've gone through the drop shipping. I'm not gonna get into what sort of products you should drop ship. Um, this, I'm just sort of trying to explain a few different variants of online entrepreneurship that might sort of tick off a little light bulb in your brain and um, give you some ideas. From then moving into e-commerce, so actually private labeling, private labeling, making your own stock, your own product and selling that. Again, you want to make sure that you're not just diving into like a completely red ocean. What a red ocean is, is basically like there's a hundred fish in there and there's sharks everywhere and it's all bloody. There's just so much going on in there. You want a blue ocean where it's calm. There's no one in there. So you want to go into a red ocean and almost make a purple ocean. Someone I follow along religiously, his name is uh, Stephen Larson. I'm pretty sure he came up with that terminology, the purple ocean. So you want to go in to the red ocean where there's a demand, there's competition, not too saturated, but there is competition. You want to try and make your own blue ocean inside of that red ocean. So what that means is you want to go in to the ocean where all these same products are. Like, let's say, for instance, um, duh, 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 duh. what is a, let's use the, let me think for a second. So let's use the pet niche, okay? Because I came up with this idea the other night that I might jump on if you don't now that you've listened to this. So let's use the pet niche. So the pet niche is a red ocean. How many pet stores are there? How many pet products are there? How many pet everything, right? That means red ocean, very saturated, very full on. Now, how can I go and make my own blue ocean in the red ocean? One second. My mouth is so dry. So into the red ocean, make our own blue ocean. So what I would do is I'd go in there and I think, okay, Let's take out dogs, niche it down as much as we can. Let's take out dogs. Now let's go to puppies. Now let's make like a puppy 
focused store. So we sell puppy products, we sell puppy, like new puppy owners. So let's make a store for like new puppy owners. Let's have training tutorials, eBooks, guides, puppy products, puppy collars, puppy leads, puppy beds, puppy foods, um, all this stuff just all about owning your new puppy. Like what it's like, now I've made my blue ocean. So now I've come into a red ocean that was very saturated and I've gone ahead and created my own blue ocean or purple ocean because I'm sort of mixing it. We've got the, the saturated, the, the competition, the want and the desire from the market. There's a big um, market there. And now I'm creating my own blue ocean. So it's sort of in, that, in the middle of the purple ocean. So I've niched down as well. So now I've gone from like taking myself out of the pet niche <laughs> Instead of selling all sorts of pet products, now I just sell dog products. I sell puppy products. Now we focus on like owning your new puppy. So lots of training, lots of guides on everything you can think of about owning your new puppy. And then we can own like new puppy, we can make like new puppy bundles. So ready for your puppy to come home. You'll have a collar, a lead, a bed, toys, a bowl, a drinking bowl, a food bowl, um, cleaning stuff, shampoo, like a little kit that we can put together ready for when your puppy comes home. You've got an ebook guide. You've got like access to a members area where we go over what it's like to train your puppy, like puppy training skills you can do at home. We can just compile a list of YouTube videos. Um, then, we, then we can contact those YouTubers and say, hey, we're gonna, can we put you in our video? But um, if you want to promote us on your channel, we'll give you a referral link and then however many sales you make, through your channel, you'll get a commission of 10 or 20% per sale, whatever you want to make it. So that's how you can go right there, come in as an e-commerce owner into a red ocean and you want to try and niche down and create your own blue ocean, your own sort of little pond and um, that you're going to be able to direct the focus of a specific market. People are always buying puppies. It will never, ever stop and direct that over to you. So you can become the authority figure in puppy training or in puppy, you don't even have to know anything about it. You can go ahead and hire someone that knows dogs or something to be the face of the brand or whatever you want. There's that way to go into things as well. Or you want to try and make sure, like if you go into the sort of commodity side of e-commerce, like trying to make a general store or you're trying to just sell a whole bunch of different electronics or a different bunch of clothes or sunglasses or whatever it is, that's fine, it works totally fine, like a fitness label or something like that. You can do that, totally fine, but again, where you're going to make the most money and be able to sort of make the biggest average order value, you can do it with things like boutiques and stuff. It's totally possible anywhere, so don't just think, because I say one thing um, that I'm claiming that that is it, because I know 100% that is not the case whatsoever. But one thing you might do is, instead of, like I said, the commodity side of things, rather look like how much, find your market first. You need to find the target audience, the target market, the target person, people first. Then you wanna know everything about them and how you can, their biggest problems, everything, every single thing about them. And then you wanna be able to create a product and offer a solution or service around that. If you can solve all their problems, they're gonna pay you a crap ton of money. And they're going to pay you money, 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 money over and over again. Like, for instance, I'll help small businesses. If I can add another $10,000 to a business every month and it costs them $1,000 for me to do that for them, 
Like, is that the obvious thing to do? Do you want to make another $10,000 in your business right now? If you have an existing business, I can help you add another $10,000 a month just by doing a few little tweaks and um, following a few little footsteps. It's going to cost you $1,000 though for an extra $10,000 a month. So that's $120,000 a year extra for $1,000. Is that not the obvious thing to do? If you're sort of having a second get, like sort of like, "Mm, I don't know, you're not thinking in the right mentality. So why, like I'm just using that as an example, when you have a product that's going to solve someone's problems, like they're going to pay you money. And if they've got a big problem and you're the only one that has a solution, if you can convince them that in order to solve their problem, they have to come to you. They have to use your solution and your product. They're going to pay you a lot of money, willingness. You don't have to make them spend a lot of money. Like you don't have to just jack the price up, but you can do it in other ways. Like you might hold a, let's use, um, again, I'm not sure what sort of problems. Um, I'm not sure. I can't think of the top of my head right now. So, so I wish I had people to like sort of chat with you. You could throw ideas around like a webinar chat box sort of thing. So what you could do is you could provide an actual physical, tangible hold in your hand product but you can also provide like a guide on how to use the product. Maybe like a, okay, for instance, I've got one. There's, there's this idea I've got, but I don't want to say it because like I might want to run with it down the track. Um, there's like a tea. So a tea, there, there was a tea, this uh, a chick named Greta, a girl named Greta. She started a tea business named Skinny Me Tea. So what um, the the market was like, I think it would have been like, 16 to 25 year old females or something like that. Um, and it was like a weight loss tea. So she would provide a tea for slimming, like a slimming tea. It was like a tea, a diet. What do they call it? Uh, you know what I'm trying to say. So what she would also add on there is like, you could do it in a 28 day tea tox. So make it into like a plan for 28 days, like a 28 day tea tox for $30 or you just buy it for $20 or something like that. You buy one box and you get 10 sachets. I don't know, but you could do that and then also add in there um, a, a guide, like a fitness guide. Then you could also add a shopping list guide. Then you could also add like a little workout guide. Then you could also add some workout products as well um, in your bundle. So what now what they're getting, instead of just getting like the tea, they're also getting like a workout guide from maybe some big influencer, fitness influencer, they're getting a shopping list guide that they can use that maybe they've got an app that they can go on and like use this app as well to make sure that they're getting all of the value that they need. Uh, like that's got um, instructions, cooking instructions on it as well. They've got a workout guide so they can like pull their phone out and see exactly what workout to do while they're at the gym. Um, they've got their all sorts of other workout tools and I don't know, maybe like a pair of leggings, maybe some... Uh, sports bras, I don't know, but you get, understand what I'm saying. Maybe they get all of that for like $130. So you start trying to build that value up in the e-commerce world, build that value up so you can jack the price up. But to the consumer and the customer, it almost seems like an obvious buy because they're getting all of this extra value and products and whatever else for that price. All of a sudden, $130 seems simple and reasonable then depending on the influences that you use it will increase it even more so if you're using like 
some big name influencers, people are then going to think like, fuck, this, this must be good. One, because they can afford to use those influencers. And two, like, again, you don't, you don't have to really go out and spend big money on influencers. You can say things like you can find the influencers that might resonate with your product really well. And then from there, you might be able to do like a deal, like bloggers or YouTubers or something and say, hey, look, we've got a really good product that we're bringing out that's going to blow up. We've projected it to actually do whatever extremely well. Instead of um, giving you like a one lump sum, we would love to have you on board on going and provide you with something big. Like look at that influencer as a traffic source. So instead of being like, hey, I'm going to give them $500 and they're going to hopefully make me $1,000 back. Instead of thinking it like that, just think, okay, what if I give them like, what do they want? Again, what do they want? Money out of it. So what if I give those influencers 40% commissions, whatever you can afford in your budget, I'll give them 40% commissions of every single product or thing that they sell. And then from there, they get a 40% commission. Sorry, the cat's running around like crazy. Um, they get a 40% commission, but you get the sale and you could potentially upsell that customer and sell to them again. Plus you're getting brand awareness. And they might, now that they can actually make as much money as they can, that influencer is potentially gonna go out and try to sell a lot harder. So if you're just like, here's 500 bucks, you gotta like, obviously some just want the money straight up, which is fine. You'll have to find the ones that are willing to do this. Um, but some, are, like if you just give them the $500, they're probably just gonna go out and be like, okay, um, yeah, like here's the post, go, hey guys, go check this out, link in my bio, whatever, you know what they do. Whereas if they're trying to sell it, they might spend a lot more time actually trying to sell it, like on their Instagram stories, building it up, like teaching their um, followers about the product and then pitching it, then consistently showing that they're using it and getting results and that they should all go buy it. Then potentially you can find a bunch of influencers that are like killing it and then maybe get them on the sort of ambassadors list or something. I don't know, I'm just going on a big tangent there. So that's the sort of route you can go down with e-commerce. That would be the, I would say the best way to go down because you're providing some sort of value um, as much as you can so you can increase your prices and like really make big dollars doing that rather than selling a, look at it this way again, if you wanna make $300 in a day and you sell a $30 product, you've gotta make 10 sales a day, which in the grand scheme of things isn't a lot, but if you've got a $100 product, you've only gotta make three sales a day. So if you wanna make $1,000 a day, at a $100 product, you've only gotta make, you only gotta spend, I mean, you only gotta sell 10, 10 products at a hundred bucks and that's a hundred that's a thousand dollars a day which is in the grand scheme of things nothing like in the e-commerce world if you get into it it's really nothing but you want to sell a 30 dollar product you got to sell like 90 or something like that nine i don't know what it is 90 30 30 i'm not sure i think it's 90 something like that you got to sell 90 products sales in the day in order to make your one thousand dollars so now moving, let's just move on to the next one because this is starting to take a little bit extra time. I'm going overtime here. Let's move on to the next one. So that's the e-commerce game that you could get into. The second biggest one that I would suggest looking into is maybe consulting. If you've got, I'm only going to go over three in this episode, which is e-commerce, consulting, and selling information, which is like, it's not consulting. It's sort of like digital products, info products. I do all three. 
Um, the best one I like is the info products because it's extremely high profit margin, requires little to no work other than creating the product and then trying to promote it. And um, yeah, it's fun. I enjoy it because you're helping people on a mass scale. You're getting people to like achieve goals and um, it's great. That's my favorite. Consult- so consulting is basically like you have a skill or a knowledge and you go and help an existing business owner or someone like that how to do the same thing. So it's, consulting is more of like a done with you or a done for you. So let's say, for instance, Facebook advertising. There was a period last year where I was taking on clients, probably about two a week, and um, running. I was building up their Facebook ad account because they had no idea how. I'd set everything up and then we'd walk over going over seeing cam- some campaigns and um, helping them yeah, generate some sales and everything. So that's like what that sort of route is. I would The way the transaction would go is they would pay me, a mo- I'd send them an invoice, they would pay me some money and then I would go in as a done for you service and help um, build up their Facebook ad account, put all the audiences, absolutely everything it was a package deal. So another way is if someone's struggling with their Facebook ads, we can jump on a call like once a week for a month. Again, you sell it as like a package deal, so a monthly deal, and jump on a call and just once a week go over their ads and um, give them some advice and some tips on what they should do next. Doesn't have to be Facebook ads, it could be absolutely anything, even just in their business in general, or how they should make a sales funnel or look into it. Like a consulting could be anything. You could be a freaking baker, know how to bake cakes, and some other baker that might not be as experienced as you, you can consult him and help him grow his baking business or learn, help him figure out how to bake better cakes or something like that. Or you can come in and teach him how to do it. That's sort of consulting. It's like teaching almost. So that's another great way to go into things. You might already have an existing skill inside of you right now that you can help others. So it's almost like tutoring, if you will, but you get a lot more money for it. So what, let's say for the Australians out there, you might be a sparky and you might know, you might have like really aced your A-grade electrician exam. So it's something that we do as tradies, um, not all of us, if you are into the sparky trade, the electrician trade, in order to become a qualified electrician, you need to pass your A-grade exam. I think that's what it's called. So if you have passed that and you had a really good result and you know what to do, you can remember a lot of it, you right there could sort of start your own potential consulting Um, not like a firm, but you can help others that are trying to achieve the same result, that are trying to pass that exam. You can go in there and put up a service that you can help them better, like help them study, help them pass their exam, or for the, so that's sort of the consulting. Like it's a little bit of a quick one. I haven't dabbled in it too much, but that's sort of like, even if you're doing something else right now, whatever you're doing right now, so let's just break it down, let's just stop for a second. Whatever you are doing right now, Think what skills you have right now. Think about what knowledge you have gained, what skills you have right now. Is there people out there that want to know those skills? Are there people out there that are doing something that they would like to have like your knowledge in it, if that makes sense? Like I was saying, Facebook ads. Some people will try and not really understand or like have a good idea. So they would like me to help them figure that out or to do it for them. So is there something that you do currently that um, is that same sort of effect? If there is, there is a potential there that you could consult people for it. 
it could be something you could add on to your existing business. So I know a guy's a personal trainer and um, he owns a gym, but because he's had success with that gym, now he consults other gym owners and helps them br- uh, build their gyms up as well. So that's just another added revenue stream right there in his pocket. So basically now the third and final one I wanna talk about, so sorry I've sort of dragged this on a little bit. Um, the third and final one is selling information products, which is sort of like the consulting side of things, but it's more of an automated service. You don't have to be there. We can just set up an online membership course, an online program, online course, add it. Again, like you can add your own econ- like physical products in there that they get, like a box set or something like that. Um, and what we do is, is we package up our knowledge and skills, and then we go and sell it to the same people that wanted us to consult for them and we sell it to those guys on repeat. So how, what I mean by that is, let's say someone came to me and I said, I'll fix, I'll do all your Facebook ads, but it's gonna cost you two and a half grand. I'll set everything up, everything up, every single thing that you will need moving forward and then we will go over, we'll spend about four to five weeks going over things and um, showing you how to set things up and blah, 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 blah for two and a half grand because I have to physically do everything myself. So there's that way. Then what um, information products are is basically we take those skills that I would have done. So right there, I'll just record videos of how I set everything up myself. So the the things I go into, um, the audiences I make, all of that stuff, how I set everything up myself, I would record it. I would make it like tutorials through videos, guides, give, hand out PDFs, files, and then I would put it in an online program into an online membership site in a step-by-step order. And then I would sell that there at like maybe half the price. So let's say maybe 600 or to $1,000 and I would sell it back to that same customer. Now the difference is, is they might want me to set it all up for them. They might be time poor and not be able to do it on their own. But that's the sort of transition there from consulting to having your own online program. So again, using those same methodologies, the skills that you might know already, you might have something uh, existing, a skill or a passion or a knowledge, or maybe not a passion, just a knowledge or a skill, you'll be able to package that up and there's definitely people out there in the world that would pay money to know that skill. So let's use something locally. Like let's say you're a really gun basketball player, footy player. So let's say you're like a really good footy player. You've played, I don't know anything about footy, VFL or something. It's like the one before the AFL. So you might want to make a little side hustle and you might be like the captain of your team, the sort of head honcho, everyone knows who you are. So you could go and teach young kids, like an Kick. They go to the, the um, on the Saturday mornings, or whatever. You could start your own little like one-to-one football coaching training deal or whatever where you go help young kids learn how to kick a footy, how to handball, like real, the real sort of um, technical skills, how to hold the football before you kick it, what sort of boots you wear, um, what sort of socks you wear, and then you add more value onto that by they get their own football, you give them their own footy boots or something, um, they've got like a access to a membership site, so while they're at home, They've got access to you on like their mum or dad's phone or iPad and they can go out and kick in the backyard. You might give them like one of those little at-home kicking footy goal things so the, the footy doesn't go over the fence or whatever. You understand what I'm trying to say by building up all this value. You can then go out to, even at your local footy club if that's where you play, um, 
put up a sign and say like, hey, we're doing like, or I'm doing one-to-one football, the football accelerator or something like that. You give it like a sexy name. And right there, you've just got your own consulting and like digital product potentially, either one. So this is more of a like hands-on with your service, but they do have access to the mobile friendly membership website as well. And you can also then even just sell that on its own. So you could go target parents or even like just any guy footy player and like how to work or you could be a marketer like me that wants to like find an AFL player and actually create something like that. So here's an idea that you can actually steal. Um, You could go find, you might know a footy player of some sort. You might be pretty decent with marketing right now. You could go get that footy player and make like a little step-by-step guide on like the core fundamentals and technical skills on that you should, in order, how to make it to the AFL by using these skills or something like the, the four main skills that you need to make it into the AFL. And then you would package that up into an online course program with like video tutorials and everything. And then we could sell that as a package deal to people that are in, in the hunt, like growing up, they want to make it to the AFL. That's their big dream in passion, playing footy, being that good to make it into the AFL. That's who our audience is. They're going to go and buy that like crazy because we've got an AFL player that's doing the hosting and training, but a marketer like me is the one who came up with the grand scheme and is selling it and marketing it. And obviously the, the athlete would get a payback, what it, like would get paid for it as well. But that's sort of like... The three, let's just recap. So e-commerce is like you sell your own physical products. It is a big way to make a lot of money, but there is a lot of time and effort involved in that. You have to design the product. You have to get samples made. You have to make sure that the samples are correct and how exactly how you want. You have to get the bulk order made. You have to hopefully hope that everything in the bulk order is, is, is exactly how you want it. You have to get it all shipped over. You have to pay customs tax and shipping checks and GST. You have to get photos and content. Build an Instagram up, build your Facebook up, run, get, go get website photos, make a big website, get product photos, go and market everything. So you can see right there, there's a whole bunch of time and effort before you can actually start making money. Consulting, you could chuck up a little website right now or build up like just a little Instagram page. You don't have to have a big following. You just have to make sure that you're providing value and you can go and find your target audience and sell your service on helping them fix their problems with your knowledge or skills. That could be done if you worked hard enough and jumped inside my EntreHub um, members area where I sort of go over everything, exactly how to set absolutely everything up in the matter of a week. So you might have your first client, your first ever client in a week, or you might have some sort of business already existing um, a service or knowledge you want to package up and turn into an online program or course and sell that, that would require you to go and make the course, make the program, film the videos, do all of that jazz might take you a week or two, and then from there go and market it, find your audience, run some ads, that might take another week or two. So there you're probably looking a little bit longer as well, maybe over a month. The e-commerce is gonna take you the longest for sure. Then the info products would be the second shortest, and then the quickest would be consulting. But you have to make sure that you have some sort of service or knowledge that you can actually go out and people want okay you can't just be like oh i know how to make clothes so i'm gonna go help people that want to make clothes because that's not a thing it's like for instance you might know uh, I've, I've gone over a few things i don't want to drag on and go on my big tangents again like i do so basically they're the sort of three core 
you could go into making your own software and everything, but I know nothing about software. I only know a lot about those three things. So now go back and have a think about what maybe you have an existing business, maybe you have an existing brand. Go back and have a think about can you somewhat add in this a new revenue stream here that we've spoken about? Can you add consulting? Can you add an information product? If you're doing consulting already, can you turn it into a physical, uh, not physical product, into an information product that then you can just package and sell? You don't have to actually do anything or be there anymore. If you're just starting from scratch, which one of the three now seems most beneficial to you, that's gonna make you the most amount of money the quickest and require the least amount of time. If you sell information products, you can basically just move around doing whatever you want while your ads run and make the sales and make big sales. That also is the case for e-commerce too. If you set it up with like a third-party logistics warehouse, which I'm not gonna get into, they'll ship, pack, pick everything for you. Or if you're drop shipping again, you can be location independent. So go over, have a little think about everything that I just spoke about. And um, tomorrow we'll get into some other juicy stuff. And um, yeah, thanks for listening for, to this one. I hope I haven't gone over too much of your time and dragged it on. Um, yeah, let me know, like, reach out to me on Instagram, reach out to me on Facebook or email me, just something, just let me know like if things are, if you're interested in what I'm talking about, if there's something you would rather me talk about. This show is for you, it's not for me, like this is to try and provide as much value as I can for you guys because there's no one really millennial doing this in Australia that I know of and I've had a bit of a look. So I want to sort of be the first guy to go and provide just a whole bunch of everything about entrepreneurship for you. So make sure you let me know what you want to hear and um, what I can do for you. And with that, have a good day. It's going to be hot if you're in Melbourne and I'll see you guys tomorrow morning.